the, the joke that we have at the at hospital marketing is I'll come up with some crazy ass idea and the crazy more crazy it is some somebody will yell write it down like write yep. it down because that's uh that's an idea we should be yeah. doing that write it down that's the yeah. idea I think that's a good every one. supplier should do it I'm ready to play and broadcast as we kick off episode number 114 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the captain of condiments himself, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the Kashoctan are you today? I'm doing well, man. I'm taking a lot of deep breaths, a lot of a lot of balls in the air, a lot of plates spinning, and um, you know, as I've said to my wife, a lot of good stress in my life going on, but. Stress nonetheless. So uh, just trying to take a lot of deep breaths and keep things rocking and rolling. How about you, bud? Doing okay. Still lingering COVID. As you yeah. know, you you get COVID. It, it's like it's like luggage. You never really get rid of it. So <laughs> right? I feel like I've got this lingering cough and it just, um, it, it's uh, taken a while to go. I feel a lot better. You know, I felt a couple of days, a couple of days ago, it didn't feel so great. It's just go up and up yeah. and down. Um, but other than that, feeling great. Um, anyone is thinking, Kirby. It's really hard to believe that September has already begun, which means cooler temperatures are right around the corner. I think you already know that. Sure. Thankfully, we have a su- <coughs> COVID cough. Thankfully, we have a supplier in the promotional products industry that not only has inventory on some fantastic fall merchandise, mm-hmm. but is stable, strong, and secure, which I think you and I both agree very important these days. Very. Kirby, you know I'm talking about our friends at Blue Generation. You probably already knew that before I even said the words Blue Generation. <laughs> I had a feeling. They have so many amazing apparel uh, for autumn to choose from, including some of the following. Fully custom sublimated hoodies. You can make a statement with your style, fully customizable. Micro fleece jackets, vests, and pullovers keep you warm on those cool nights. And uh, we've talked before about the Untucked Collection, that casual elegance and the officer out on a town. Kirby, I've got one single question for you that I need your answer here at your time of your choosing. Kirby, is there a better apparel supplier to partner with when it comes to fashion-forward retail-inspired merchandise and blue generation? I can't think of one. I can't think of one, buddy. And, and, and let me just tell you, I'm sure the folks at Blue Generation agree. You do a heck of a job uh, telling their story. So kudos. Well, I appreciate that. They're great people. <laughs> hey, they're great people. They've got great products and apparel. And I love the fact that they really come from that fashion world uh, in New York City. That's part of their story. Three generations, uh, you know, over 70, 77, 77 years, I believe. Great, wow. great stuff. So so for over, you know, for that many years, over three generations, Blue Generation understands how to combine quality, style, comfort, and cost effectiveness. It's really uh, quite the tapestry they've woven there. Their stability combined with their deep inventory makes Blue Generation the only choice for autumn apparel. Check them out at bluegeneration.com. Kirby, are they going to be sorry they did? They will not be sorry they did. All right, Kirby, I've got the upfront section of the podcast today. And there are so many topics in the world of promotional products. I had to condense them into what I'm calling promo community quick hits. All right. Okay. I love so, it. All right. Congratulations to all the rising stars. There's our rising stars discussion. 
Um, all of them, Javier Melendez is, is uh, one of the ones that I know you and I know very well. Yes. Uh, there's a few Kazers from Kazer and Blair on there. Quite a few people. Congratulations. Uh, those are always great people to watch. I think you would agree. Yeah. The only thing I would say is this is the list that I always look at and go, okay, if I am not connected with these folks, I need to be connected with them. So I will yep. be reaching out. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you are on that list and we are not connected, please feel free to invite me. I, I will invite you. Kudos and congrats. And maybe I'll, and maybe I'll be invited. Yeah. So we're with a lot of inviting going on. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number two, Kara Keister named as yes. the regional liaison of the PPAI board. I can't think of a better advocate for the regional community than Kara Keister. Um, I, I think we're all probably pretty happy. She's not a service provider because it wouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> but very, very uh, <coughs> COVID cough. Joking yep. aside, Really, uh, she couldn't be a better pick for that uh, that position. And uh, I love the fact that there is always that regional voice on the PPAI board. Yeah, I um, so I've known Kara for many years. We actually were served together on the OPA board uh, for several years as well. I, I, when this email came across and I saw her lovely face jump up in my email box, I was like, oh, that is perfect. I'm so excited yeah. for Kara because I think this is something that she was excited to do. This is something we've talked about, she and I, for a long time. And then I was also, I'm also excited for the industry because I think she'll do a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for everybody involved. So congratulations to PPAI. Great uh, decision there. Congratulations to Kara and, and congratulations to the industry. Uh, we've got a great board coming up. All right. And the third one I want to talk about, and this one I want to dig a little deeper in. Okay. <coughs> Pardon me there. Rob Watson is heading over to Zing Manufacturing. Mm -hmm. He was previously at ASI many years ago, then Vantage Apparel for a while, Image Group most recently. He's going to be a VP there, but I want to dissect this a little bit because what I found interesting is what he's going to be doing at Zing. And Zing is owned by Bamco, if people don't know that. Okay. His charge and focus is this. The creation of a next generation customer experience that offers the industry's best buying experience through tech enabled real time transparency into inventory, ordering, decoration, and delivery. Now, a lot of word salad there. Right. So I'm going to break it down because I like the idea of somebody focused on the overall customer experience. I think yeah. you and I both agree that's a really cool thing to do. So, tech enabled. Real-time transparency. To me, that's a data share, right? Yeah. Which I love. I wish more suppliers had real-time inventory on their totally. websites. I know you it's wish the, that. It's I the kind of thing that we are like starting to seek out. Like if, mm -hmm. if, if, if suppliers don't have that, some sort of inventory, it's like I, I'm struggling to sell them. Because I'm like, well, yeah. how can I trust it? You know what I mean? So, well, yeah. absolutely. Well, and, and our friend, we just mentioned him a few minutes ago, Javier Melendez, you know, from Walker Clay. He yeah. had just said something on a TikTok, which the only way I see a TikTok is if he takes it and posts it somewhere else. So, yeah. um, but he said something basically along the lines of, hey, it's really frustrating when a supplier doesn't have real-time inventory because during the selling hours, I'm selling. Yeah. And so I might be 10 o'clock at night sitting in front of the TV and I can't find inventory. It's it's hampering the way he sells. Yeah. And I think uh, suppliers need to listen to that. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> so the tech enabled real-time transparency for inventory stocking levels okay ordering so to me that's communication throughout the order process and mm -hmm. with every supplier your mileage may vary in terms of what sure. communication means or doesn't mean um the one i thought was interesting is uh, they mentioned here decoration 
And I thought, are they going to live stream like the decoration process or film it so you could share it with your client? And I started going down this rabbit hole in my brain. I'm like, I'm not sure if I think that's the most genius thing ever. If, if someone does that, or why would you ever do that? You know, why would you want to do that? And I, I think I've fallen on the side of, I think it'd be pretty cool if you could get a little 10 second snippet of a video of a sew out or of a screen print mm. or of a pad print. So you can say, hey, I want to let you know, Mr. Customer, your order is in production. Yeah. And here's a little video to show you. To me, I think that's genius if someone does that. Yeah. So it's funny when you first said it, I was like, oh, are you doing it for a marketing piece where it's like mm -mm. you regularly do that? And I was like, my first thought was it's cool, but man, you're going to yeah. need a lot of permissions if you're doing all that sort yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the idea that if you could get a quick snippet and literally just email yeah. it, you've already approved the proof. So then now you add a layer in so email and say, hey, this is in production. Here's a video of it being printed. That did that be right. That would be pretty badass, actually. Yeah, like a five second GIF, right? Yeah. Of because those are smaller files and you know might repeat, but just of a pad print or a screen or I like that. I and I don't know if that's what Rob <laughs> is going to be doing at Zing. Um, but I think that would be really cool to get just that five little sec snippet, put, put it on our website, email it to a client. What a cool thing to do. Okay. So can I just say that if that's not what they're doing, that's yeah. what they should be doing. And, and uh, take yeah. like literally for our, what do you say? Two or three listeners, like seriously, yeah. write that. The, the joke that we have at the, at hospital marketing is I'll come up with some crazy ass idea and the crazy, more crazy it is some, somebody will yell, write it down. Like write yep. it down because that's uh that's an idea we should be yeah. doing that. Write it down. That's the yeah. idea. I think that's a good Every one. Every supplier should do it. I think that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Last one. <laughs> and then they talk about uh, Rob's going to focus on delivery. And I think my guess is going to try to mirror Amazon a little bit um, in terms of which I think a lot of suppliers are, are really trying to do not only um, in terms of tracking numbers and we'll get you tracking numbers right away, sure. but maybe some sort of uh, proof of delivery photography or something like that. I don't know, but yeah. I thought I, it was, I was very actually picturing, I was picturing him on a bicycle, uh, just making sure that all the, all the packages got delivered. So that, that, that's what I thought. That, I like that. I like that. <laughs> anyway, so really interesting that he's focusing on that next generation customer experience. And I think you're going to see a lot more of this in our industry, both on the supplier side, but also on the distributor side. And, and again, maybe the idea here is do some sort of little video of, of I'm stuff getting you. decorated. That's that's the home run of this right here. Uh, all right, Kirby. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about you. I got to amp this up. Got to amp. <laughs> I got to. I got to do it. I got to do it. All right, distributors. Is your marketing working? Well, if you don't know. Yeah, if you're doing the little shruggy dude, if you don't know. Um, then that's a problem. You got to reach out to our friends over at Promo Pulse because they can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy. You customize it, you set it, and you forget it in five minutes. That's right. That's right. Want to learn more? Sorry, you did. All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah. Um, so... As we're recording this, Apple did their um, release that um, mm -hmm. you know of new products. Um, they did that, mm -hmm. that yesterday, um, and you know they came out with some new products. They upgraded the Apple Watch. They've done the phone. I, I honestly, I don't mean to take shots, but I don't think that I'm an Apple guy, and I don't know that they've done something that was a purely innovative product in 
10 years. I, and that's fine, no. but um, that's not why I'm bringing it up. Although they did, yep. there was plenty of fanfare. It was all over. Kudos for them for making a big deal about it. But actually the thing that I thought would be interesting for a topic here today yeah. is that they sort of have announced, they've um, essentially said that they are going to do something that they've been avoiding for years, which is selling online advertising. So, okay. uh, you know, and you can say, hey, well, it was coincidental, right? That they've all mm -hmm. of a sudden uh, started doing the um, the tracker and kind of essentially making harder right. for Facebook to track people. And all of a sudden now they're going right. to be selling ads. Um, I think this is interesting. I think it's a new place for um, them to boost revenue. Yeah. And they're saying, look, theirs is going to be different. And so far it is. Um, but I guess I wanted to get your take on the idea that now Apple would utilize their platform to sell online advertising to you. Do you think this yeah. is, and I guess we can look at it from a marketing perspective You can sell it from a yeah. consumer perspective. Um, but what do you think of this? Uh, you know, it's, it's part of the, the reality of our frontier right now, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. really we are, uh, the product, our data is the product and, micro targeting in terms of advertising is where advertisers want to be mm -hmm. that's why whenever you install a new app if you're an apple person i don't know what it's like on a, on a google platform but when you install a new app you can have the track the app track your activity so that your ads can be a little more tailored to you or you can ask the app not to track I, and which always sounds weird to me hey would you please not track me uh, I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, you're asking them. It's, it's, it's like you're barring them from doing it. Um, so I think, I think, I think the reality is um, whenever a company makes a statement of, we're not going to do things like that. Always add the, add a comma in right now. Yeah. Um, because look, Apple stock is plummeting. It has been. People are a little tighter with their money. So the normal rush for a brand new iPhone that's a little upgraded, the camera's a little better, the battery's a little better, whatever. You know, and, and look, I, I have I'm an Apple phone guy, mainly because I'm lazy. I don't want to learn a new operating mm -hmm. system. Um uh, but I I think you you <laughs> they have to find different ways to boost their stock quite honestly, because I don't think as many people are going to be buying new phones this year because inflation has been so high. And if and the one thing I did notice yesterday for the first time in ever, their phones didn't go up in price, which tells me their profits on those phones are stupid, ridiculous, yeah. but they held prices even yeah. for the brand new phone. So I, I think it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. I think I've come kind of come to terms with the fact that my data is sold in ways I will never even fathom. Um, and I probably miss the boat in really protecting data, like having a specific email account for advertising and things like that. It is what it is. So yeah, I, I, it, to me, it's an inevitability to answer yeah. your question. Yeah. And I, I think that you're, you're probably right. It's funny for years mm -hmm. when, when I was doing more, um, driving ironically i'm driving right. less now but when i was doing all the driving i always thought man the the app um the, the map apps are missing such an obvious right. <laughs> advertising revenue that i'm driving down the road and th that mcdonald's isn't showing up 
on the map yeah. or, you know, just yeah. from a cargo perspective that you could buy uh specific, buy the exit. Hey, there's a BW3s mm. over here or whatever, right. or whatever. I'm like, I, I've thought for years, why would they not do that? That doesn't make no. any sense to me that that's just, right. you're just leaving dollars on the table. So I think in yeah. some ways it'll make sense and it won't it, done right. It could be not that intrusive. Um, 100%. And that's when it'll really, I think, be effective because if you're doing well, if pop-up you, stuffs, annoying. Yeah. But if it's just with a you, logo, it'd be great. Agree. And with your example, Waze, which I've used for years as a navigation tool, has had that. Like they would sell advertising. You'd see a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Um, adver- Did I just call advertising? What am I, <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, Christopher Walken? They sell advertising. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, you'd have a Dunkin' Donuts uh, logo coming up and things yeah. like that. So and, and now that Apple owns ways, maybe that's one of the ways to really going to integrate that. Cause I think your, your point is a very, very good one. Honestly, I find that type of advertising helpful. Yes. How about that for a concept kids? Yeah. Well, that was, I guess that's my thing is I've always thought, well, this is yeah. a, a, it's a no brainer cause it's revenue and B it sure would be helpful as I'm driving down the road because as a complete side note, there is nothing more annoying to me on a road trip than when there's a sign mm-hmm. that says that there's all these restaurants and you get off right. at the exit and they're not there. You have to drive three mm-hmm. miles into town. Oh, to, it drives to me that. bananas. I'm like, you, you're all bastards and I'm getting yeah. back on the highway and I'm going to go find a place where there's actually a restaurant right off. And there's your opener for this week. All right, Kirby, good conversation. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, community college skeet shooting. No, that sounds dumb. Let's talk about let's talk about things you can cook in a um, in an air fryer. No, that sounds dumb. All right, here here we go. Uh, Kirby Heinz, the ketchup people have a vintage drip collection. Have you seen this? <laughs> I wanted to talk about skeet way, shooting, but whatever, that's fine. Well, I think, you know, by the way, that's a great insult for someone. Hey, you're a vintage drip. Yeah. Anyway, so Heinz has started the vintage drip collection. So they've teamed up with a vintage clothing brand called Thread Up okay. to release purposely ketchup stained shirts. Okay? okay. It's a first of its kind fashion line featuring 157 pieces. It was very limited run here. Yeah. 157 secondhand streetwear and designer pieces, each with a unique Heinz ketchup stain. It's hmm. sold exclusively through ThreadUp's website. Um, and the tagline is because when it's Heinz, it's not a stain, it's a statement. Um, so the stains like on the, <laughs> I like the that. stains are really ketchup, so they're okay. gonna fade over time as you wash them. The Pines brand manager, the ketchup brand manager said, we saw an opportunity to view the stain as we've been, le- uh, sorry, we saw an opportunity to view the stain we've been leaving on clothes as another iconic brand symbol and change the narrative. Mm-hmm. This collection is about sustainably creating the character Heinz ketchup stains add to apparel, inviting our fans to embrace an iconic new symbol. I have a couple questions here. Okay. Okay. Is this promo? I mean, is that, is that promo number yeah. one? So yes or no? Yes. Okay. Number two, is this made in the USA? If the garment is made elsewhere, but the ketchup is made in America and therefore the decoration uh, of the ketchup stain is <laughs> produced in America and ideally the value add is here in the United States, is that USA made? So I would, I actually really like the way we said this a couple of podcasts ago. And when I say we, it was you, um, that it, no, it was the, the shirt wasn't made in the USA. It was yeah. designed and decorated 
at, yeah. in in the USA, and I think that's fun. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah. So, but he, the real the real thing is okay. So this is fun, little gimmicky, cute, whatever. We're mm. talking about it. It's 157 clothing pieces. So I mean, this is a completely limited run. Is this really a movement, though? I mean, or is this just a brilliant? marketing campaign that we happen to be talking about that they're purposely taking Heinz ketchup squirting it on a shirt and saying hey here's some Heinz stained apparel now is it are, are there anything else on it or is it just blank goods with ketchup on it I'm just curious from what I can from what I can tell Kirby it's blank goods with a it almost looks like someone took a paintbrush and just like created what a dribble might look like and then you wipe it in okay type thing okay. Uh, a lot of the apparel seem to be white or lighter in color Okay. And that, so there's no Heinz logo anywhere. There's no branding. Okay. So it's just a shirt with a ketchup stain. Okay. So what I would say is, and I'm not sure this is the question you asked, but like, I think that's a little bit of a missed opportunity. Um, I think that something on yeah. the shirt to sort of explain it. Um, one of the things that I know Charity and uh, Gibson has talked about a lot and you've talked about is yep. this seems like an opportunity to not put Heinz in a big thing on here, but maybe it's a message. Maybe it's a, something from their mission that talks about, you know, I, again, I'm literally making this up, but something about, you know, sometimes life is messy or, you know, and then maybe the Heinz logo is back here. To me, that would be yeah. because nobody's going to get it outside of the person who purchases it. You're missing the opportunity yeah. to tell the story. Um, so that would be my thought. That being said, I've seen a couple things from Heinz here lately that I think are, yeah, really oh, yeah. good from an advertising perspective. So I'm not sure who the new marketing director is or CMO there, but like their ad campaign, when they asked all those people to draw ketchup, have you seen that? It's an mm -hmm. ad campaign where yep. they literally asked all these people to draw ketchup and they all drew Heinz in yeah. a different way. I was like, yeah. that's powerful. Um, so yeah. I, th what I would say is I, the stuff I've seen from them here recently has been really cool. Yeah, the marketing there is great. They, they know that a lot of people use ketchup as fake blood over Halloween. So they're selling blood ketchup it's mm, just ketchup nice. but it's just branded differently they want to be the first ketchup and paper bottles for re re renewability and recyclability nice. which great stuff but i think this is a horrible missed opportunity i yeah. love the idea i think the idea is absolutely freaking brilliant but the execution is flawed in thousands of ways mm. if i was doing i think the idea of having a stain on a shirt is funny yeah, but have it to be a fake stain. I don't want to buy food. I'm sorry, I don't want food on my clothing. That's that's inherently the way I'm wired. I get something on my shirt, I want to wash it off. Yeah. But if it was an intentional red screen print that looked like a ketchup stain and it said Heinz and it had the tagline of "It's not a stain, it's a statement." Oh, I love that. Now you've got me. Yeah. Now you've got me. Yeah. You sell those shirts. You sell them in small, large, medium, extra, all those things, and it's not a stain. It's a screen print, so it's never going away. That to me is how this campaign should have been run. Mm -hmm. I love the idea. The idea is absolutely brilliant. And I know they wanted to tie it into sustainability by using recycled clothes. I'm sorry. I think you missed a really big opportunity here. Well, and again, nothing to say you can't do it again. Um, the, the, mm -hmm. I will say that the idea of the, it being actual ketchup, I, I actually don't mind that. I think that's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. um, again, but tell the story. Like, yeah. because again, if I wear that shirt, you don't think it's a statement. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's a stain. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. That's so, why I think, you know, unfortunately you have to look at your target audience sometimes and realize they're not as quick and sharp and witty as you are. Well, and that's why I think you need the tagline on the Heinz logo. And, you know, it's not a stain. It's a statement. I think that makes all the sense in the world, but yeah, great, great conversation. 
All right, Kirby, do you have a final topic for us? I wonder what it could be. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're going to get back to our gambling <coughs> for good. That was yeah. so, uh, credit where credit is due. This was Bill's idea. Um, and he kind of came up with this concept and I jumped on board because it's less preparation I have to do. But can I just say um, that this actually made it much more fun for me to watch mm. college football yeah. this past weekend because I was all of a sudden I gave a, a shit about Utah, Florida. Uh, mad that mine didn't work out that way. But um, yeah. so it was really, really fun. And so I'm really glad you did this. So we um, in, in the interest of transparency so far, Bill yeah. is winning. Uh, he is yes. up four to three in the games, yeah, and uh, we would have told that would have flipped if Utah, who was ranked, would have beat Florida. But that's fine, whatever. Kirby, if ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas. That's Didn't fair. happen. Don't care. We're in week two. That's, that's I think fair. we're doing we're doing three college and three uh, NFL games this week, right? Because it's NFL correct. kickoff weekend. Yes, all that's right. exactly right. So we've got uh, some in uh, uh, Bill has picked these games. And so for some strange reason that only he understands, he didn't have Alabama, Texas on here. So we're not going to, we're not going to oh, explain game. why <laughs> it's an uninteresting game for people who don't hate the university of Texas. Cause Alabama is going to put a beat down on them. Now I will watch that game Kirby and I'm going to watch every second of that game. It's a noon kickoff Eastern time. That's 11 AM central. And I hope it's the only time I'll ever root for the university of Alabama or the crimson tide. I, I can't stand them. My son goes there. I still hate the school. I don't hate the school, but I hate the team, certainly. But I want the University of Alabama Crimson Tide to put a beat down on the University of Texas so bad that fans feel it in Austin for generations. I want there to be, I want it to be a hundred to two. And I want that safety to be just the quarterback running in the back of the end zone because he's bored. I want Texas to lose in ways that they will feel for generations. All right, good. I'm glad I'm glad I got the chance to set you up for that. Um, okay, so let's go, let's go to week two. So all week, right, week two. So we're gonna start with uh college. And so Tennessee, ranked number 24, mm -hmm. is going to be playing at number 17 Pitt. Who you yeah. got, Bill? I am gonna go as much as I think the SEC is a superior football conference, which I think anybody who understands uh, football would. Uh, I think Tennessee is way overrated. Sorry, Tennessee, Tim Hill, if you're listening. I'm gonna go with the Panther. I'm gonna go with the Pit Panther. What about you? All right, I am gonna go Tennessee on that because okay, I good. just yeah, I, I think that the SEC tends to be pretty good. Uh, so yeah, they we'll do. go there. Um, so okay. next up, Great. we have. Kentucky, number 20, visiting number 12, Florida. Yeah, that's an SEC battle. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Gator on that one. Yeah, I'm I'm backing you up on that one. I doubted Florida last week and it cost me uh cost me the week of picks. So I'm going Florida as well. And okay. number nine, Baylor visits number 21 BYU. Who you got? So the Big 12 is a joke, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going – I am going with the Mormons on this one. Okay. I am absolutely going with, with BYU. All right. It's at BYU. With the and upset. So I think, what, I think what I'm going to notice – I'm going to start to try and start noticing a trend with college is I'm trying to pick the team, and I think that mm -hmm. the, the, the at piece really plays a big yes. role, especially in college. But I'm going to fight that instinct, and I'm going to pick right. Baylor – 
this time. And if right. it doesn't work out, then I'm going to start just picking the home team as I move forward. I'm going to be Lee Corso <laughs> awesome. and, and just play. So I'm going Baylor. Awesome. You got BYU. So now we'll get into the NFL games. Now this one, right. the first NFL yes. game we're going to pick is actually playing tonight as we record this. So by the time this yep. this podcast drops, you will know whether we were right or wrong. So I dig that. Correct. So Buffalo, Correct. who is, you know, like it feels like the, the country's um, – darling in the nfl this, yep. this year buffalo is yep. going to the la rams uh so yeah bill who you got i am going to align myself with john doris and i'm going all in on the bills on this one to okay. win at sofi okay all right i like it um so i am going to go opposite we're gonna we're gonna see uh some all little right. distinction here because again i'm thinking it's at la and for whatever reason i feel like everybody loves the the bills right now mm-hmm. and I, I think they're really good but uh the, i think la might look at this and say hey we're being disrespected we're the ones who won the super bowl so okay i'm going la rams well, one way or the other we're gonna separate this weekend yeah that's so exactly I'm right. this yeah all okay. right kirby what's the next game you got uh, the next game that you picked and you're a bastard is um, Cleveland at Carolina. So Baker I Mayfield, picked, I picked yes. Uh, I picked Baker Mayfield only because going yeah. against his former team. Yes, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting yep. you. <clears throat> no, it's fine. All right, go ahead. I'm gonna. So Baker Mayfield, now quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, um, going against the Cleveland Browns, his former team in Carolina in Charlotte. Kirby, I'm going to ride that Panther all the way to a sweet victory. Go Baker Mayfield. Sorry, Josh. If I pick Carolina, Josh Robbins is going to have a mental breakdown. Um, He's already had one. He's been a Cleveland Browns fan for decades. Trust me. You know what? Okay, so here's what I would say. And this is this is yep. me justifying this to myself. Uh, I'm okay. a Cleveland Browns fan, for those who don't know. Um, we've got Jacoby Brissett. Which I'm super not excited yeah. about, but super. I do think other than the quarterbacks, I think that Cleveland has a better roster than Carolina, and I'm going to ride that because they've got a great running game and all that sort of thing. Okay. So I'm picking Cleveland. I do uh, think Miles Garrett will destroy Baker Mayfield in the backfield a few times, which I think will be funny. Yeah. So I, I, I let's put it this way: I will be watching that game. All right. Final okay, game Cleveland. we're picking this week yep. is going to be Tampa <laughs> Bay at. Dallas. Now, this was one that yeah, I struggled that. with, and so I'm curious to know where you're going to lean on this one. I have been a fan of the Dallas Cowboys since 1977 or so, like true fan. I lived in Dallas. I grew up in Dallas. I know what that franchise means to that city. I know what it means to me, and that's why I feel very confident in saying a Tampa Bay is going to put one hell of a beat down on the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I pick the Buccaneers all day long. Dallas has a good defense, and they're going to get to Tom Brady. The offense is very questionable. The offensive line in Dallas is very questionable. So I, I think I think the Bucks. I don't think it's going to be a beat down. I think, but I think the Bucks win pretty handily. Yeah, I actually think both these teams have some really interesting flaws at the beginning of the season. We're going to learn a lot because Tampa Bay's offensive line is really a struggle right now, too. They've lost mm-hmm. like quite a bit of people. Tampa, uh, Tom, who is laser focused his whole career, missed, what, 11 days of training camp that most people, we still don't know exactly why. I, ugh, it, this one's a struggle for me. I'm picking Tampa Bay because I trust Tom okay. over Dak. I, I think yeah. Dak's a good quarterback, too, but I, I'm going... Tampa Bay, but man, that one's a tough one. 
Here's the thing. You never really want to go against a pissed off Tom Brady. And he <laughs> seems pretty pissed off. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. You know, all right, another thing I don't real, real quick reminder for everybody. What we're doing is we're picking games all season long. We're picking six every week. And the loser will be donating $100 to PPEF, the Promotional Products Education Foundation. So that's why we're doing this. Plus, it makes it easier for us to prepare for the podcast and look like we're doing something. That's right. But I am excited about it. It's fun. I, I am. Ex- I'm, ex- I'm super excited about it. Start of football season. But I'm also excited that September's here and fall weather's here. And that means we get to dress in some really comfortable clothing. Things like micro-custom uh, micro fleece vest pullovers and jackets fully customized sublimated hoodies in the untucked collection all from our good pals over at blue generation you talk about a company that's stable that that understands this industry been in business for three generations they are truly the apparel intersection of retail and promo and when it comes to fall gear they have got it down so you want to learn more head over to bluegeneration.com you're not going to be sorry you did. All right, Kirby. Good luck to you this weekend with your football picks. And you uh, don't spill any ketchup on your shirt. But if you do, go ahead and resell it. 